Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingler's List, where we talk movie music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and he is original. He's the only one. He's sexual. He's everything you need, so you better rock your body now. It's Cleon Bewley. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Well, as you know, I love to live with you. You make me forget so very much. I forget to pray for the angels, and they forgot to pray for us. Name the lyricist. No fucking idea. It's Cohen. Oh, was this? Was it really? I don't know. Do I don't. Know? I don't know much Cohen. In all fairness, um, I'm not... how are you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm. I'm. You know what? I was, I've been a little bit tired this week. I've not been sleeping too well. Not been sleeping too mm. well. But over the last, let's say, three nights, I've gone from really light sleep to. Sh- stupid heavy sleep you know the type of heavy sleep when you wake up and you just feel so goddamn tired because you've had such heavy sleep yeah so it's not helped it's not helped at all um but at least i've actually slept which is which is nice but no yeah pretty good today pretty good um chilling man chilling today the the f1 started again so you know i'm happy (laughs) are the are the social distancing all the social distancing, mate. Yeah, actually, you know what the the procedures that they've um, that they've put, yeah every car was two meters apart. It was a bit boring in all fairness. Um, no, the, why F one? Why have they stopped? Um, because like everybody was getting sick. Like the teams, like people in the teams and stuff were, were getting coronavirus, so they had to stop the races because there was no like measures in place because they've just planned to go ahead with australia back in march as they always do and then all of a sudden people got bloody diagnosed with covid19 so it was like no stop the race everybody fuck off um so yeah everything got cancelled until they've and now they've they've managed to put all these measures into place so it's same as the football so it's like you know closed closed stadiums closed arenas closed racetracks um nobody's allowed down in the paddock nobody's allowed down in the pit lane apart from the teams uh, everybody's getting tested um everybody's i think they did four thousand tests over the weekend and everybody was negative uh, but they've put they've put plans into place now so every team within the teams they've all got their own bubbles and they only work with them people so if somebody gets uh, comes back positive then everybody in that bubble can go and isolate, but it doesn't stop the race from happening. So because yeah. it's only a small part of the team, the, the races can carry on, uh, which is really good. Um, the The presenters on Sky were all wearing masks. Um, all the interviews are done socially distant. So um, the, the, there's like a podium set up with a microphone on for the for the drivers and the people doing the interviews are two meters the other way so they are literally having to shout like to ask the questions um but you know what it was really really it was a, such a good race if you're into f1 it was such a good race uh, there was have, no- they all, have they all got have they, sorry have they all got black cars as well no, Mercedes. The yellow movements. Uh, Mercedes went went down that road. So they've changed the silver cars to black cars. The silver overalls are black overalls. Um, yeah, so Mercedes, you know, getting behind Lewis Hamilton. In all fairness, backing the driver. Um, in all fairness, the car looks 
sexy as it looks so yeah. nice in black um really really it's like nice. a rocket ship it? oh it's lovely it's lovely um so what was weird for me was we're so far what would have been so far into the season we're nearly at the halfway point so it didn't feel like an opening weekend to me it just felt like the next race and it is it's the opening weekend it's the first race of, of the season um <laughs> so in my head i I'm, I've just gone into, like, last year mode, so I'm looking at the teams, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, oh, I forgot that, that team's, like, changed drivers, and and I'm like, I, f- I fucking knew the fuck's Nicholas Latifi, where, oh, yeah, he's the yeah. new Williams driver, and... and kind of like the Liverpool fans who keep forgetting that they won the Championship <laughs> Cup last season, and it's not a treble winning season, you won the European Cup last, last season. season. Um, so... Yeah. So, and also with like the new engines and and uh, the new cars, you, you you kind of forget like that. You know, some of the cars are going to be better than they were last year. So, Racing Point, for example, which was with the old Force India team, um, they've basically got last year's Mercedes. It isn't last year's Mercedes, but they've got last year's Mercedes engine, and the way they've built the chassis, the way they've built the car. It's basically last year's Mercedes. It's pretty much exactly the same. So Racing Point, a tip to be um, the best of the rest as it is. So, you know, you've got your Ferraris and your Mercedes and your, your, your Red Bulls. And then you've got the rest. And Racing Point would tip to be the best of the rest. Um, but this weekend, McLaren have just fucking pulled it out of the bag. Um, you, you know, Carlos Sainz um, and Lando Norris, British driver Lando Norris, have had such such a good racing weekend now they did really well in qualifying um and you thought that may, maybe that's just qualifying it's not just racing but their actual race today was phenomenal and it's really good to have you know so many years of mclaren being basically shit and then fighting the way back up the pack to now be in a position where i remember mclaren always being they were always at the top they were always racing yeah. against the ferraris you know what i mean it was um, and, and to see them back in that position after today is, is, is really nice, especially with Lando Norris being British as well. Um, so, so it was really, really good race. There was nine nine races didn't nine drivers didn't finish. Um, there was fucking loads of safety cars. Um, it was drama all the way. It was re- a really, really good race. Um, so it was just a nice way to start the season. So yeah, that's me happy. Um, well. The, well, the 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 whole. Have you ever been to watch F one? Actually, at the at the stadium, at the racetrack, the racetrack, the racetrack. yeah, the the racecourse. Uh, no, I haven't. I, I wanted to go. Um, it's a funny story, actually. There was, um, my old man, as as you know, he lo- he loved the uh, the Formula One, the darts, <laughs> the snooker, um, and all these sports. And I remember we used to watch these sports when I was a kid. So you know, we on on a Sunday we'd watch the the Formula One, and we'd always watch the the BDO world championship we'd always watch the snooker so as i got older um i was like i really want to take my old man to go um to, to see these events now he loved the snooker he'd never been the crucible so we booked tickets i booked tickets for me and him to go and spend the day at the crucible we, we had two sessions and uh, and that was the year um, I don't think we were we were in touch that year, uh, but I ended up with a really nasty throat infection. It actually knocked me off anything for like four weeks. Um, mm. It was really bad, and I ended up in hospital, um, which 
Now, bear in mind, at the time I worked in a restaurant, I was a chef. So if you phoned in sick with a sore throat, you got the absolute piss taken out of you. I literally, yeah. there was messages every day on my phone of all the other guys in the kitchen just taking the piss out of me. Which you've got, Boy, to, sweetheart. Yeah, you've got to take. You've, you've got to take it like. But as the days went on throughout the week, my throat just closed, and it got to the point like seven days later. Um, I couldn't swallow water. Yeah, coronavirus. Well, yeah, c- coronavirus back in fucking t- whenever it was, 2012, I don't know. Um, and I actually couldn't swallow water, let alone food. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had to put, like, liquid in me, like, water in my mouth and then just kind of hold my head backwards so that it Jeff trickled Mons. down my throat. Um, well, he was diagnosed as acute follicular tonsillitis. I ended up going back to the doctors, and he took one look. Uh, my throat looked like oh, fucking it? blue waffle, man. Um, it was horrible. And he just sent me straight to the hospital, to, at which point they looked at my throat. Um, <laughs> I love doctors in this yeah, country. Straight to the hospital, Can you have mate. a look at my throat, doctor? This is the doctor. Hi, my name's David. Hi, doctor. I've got a... Come in, your neck's this yeah. big. <laughs> it's like, out here. What's the problem? me throat doctor phalange <laughs> oh is he let's have a look and you open your mouth and they look and go hospital seriously <laughs> no, he, he recoiled i remember him doing it he fucking recoiled he went like oh, oh. and he goes go straight to the go straight to the uh, it's not not the surgical ward um medical assessment unit go straight to the medical assessment unit i'm going to email the stuff down now and i'm going to phone and let you know they're on you're on on the way i got there they were expecting me they sent me straight into a waiting room they gave me a jacket potato dry because i hadn't eaten for like three days and they're like you need to eat this before we do anything i'm like i can't swallow and they were like tough dude it took me like three hours to get through this jacket then i was straight on a ward um you've never accepted that excuse oh, don't take me out the nhs no. accept that excuse fucking <laughs> honestly mate straight but straight on a ward and literally straight on a drip it was like we're no fucking about yeah um and and yeah it was it was pretty nasty but it was that week i should have gone to the snooker um so i tried to sell the tickets it was too late to return them um but the following year i took you took me old man to uh, to the crucible we watched the snooker um the league of legends darts was touring so it was all the guys that my dad used to enjoy watching eric bristow cliff lazarenko uh, bobby george um uh, keith daller all them players um Is and bobby george dracula no, that's the count. That's Ted Anke. Um, Ted Anke. Uh, but yeah, all all these players, um, and he was at um, Kings All in Stoke. So we went there. So we did the darts. We did the snooker. And I'm like, right, the F1. That's the next one. So I'm looking at prices of tickets. We go. I thought we can go Silverstone for the weekend. Do the qualifying. Do the race. Try and get some you know good quality tickets. So we're on a good corner. Um, and I says to him, I'm like, Dad. I've uh, got to book us some tickets for Silverstone. Are you up for it? And he just looked at me dead in the eyes and went, no. I went, <laughs> what? I thought, oh, you, you love the F1, though. Why do you want to go? We should, well, let's go watch it. And he went, he goes, why the bloody hell would I want to sit in the freezing bloody cold at Silverstone yep. watching a car every 90 seconds drive past me at 200 mile a fucking hour? He goes, I'd rather sit in my own house. Thank you very much. I went superbikes. I went, as you know, I went uh, BSB superbikes. Mm, mm. And I thought, you know, this is 
this is going to be similar to football. There's, it's going to be a racetrack and seats with, you know, like stadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't, mate. It starts to rain. You get wet. You get wet. <laughs> I was like, where's the roof? You why know, there a roof on this stuff at like 60 quid a ticket? What, well, I didn't pay for nothing. They were complimentary. But why? I can see what it would normally get charged for <laughs> Why? Why has no one built a roof? I mean, it doesn't cost that much to do a racing track. It's 200 metres a bit of fucking tarmac. Build a roof. <laughs> that, I'll put that out to everyone. Silverstone, build a roof. Uh, Donington, you can build a fucking reef as well. I'm going to swear like there's no tomorrow in this. Uh, you can build a roof. Every racetrack, build a roof. It's not much to maintain. Build a bandstand, put a roof on it. And I'm not just talking the disabled side. Because we tried to get in the, the, the bit where there was a roof. And they, were like, <laughs> and they were like, no, you have to be disabled, get in here. And we were like, well... Just drag your fucking we leg. Were, <laughs> <laughs> we looked, we looked at the kids and kind and just went, "No, nah, we can't do that. We'll go to half." <laughs> um, Ethan, try bite your ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have really got done. That's that's another letter from the Spastic Society as well. Anyway. You can't say Spastic. Scope. <laughs> I'm not bothered. Who's anyway, it, who's it offensive to? Oh. Guess, guess. I've watched. I've genuinely watched and enjoyed a movie beginning to end. Fuck off. And I don't know <laughs> if you've actually... It ended a bit short, but I can see you making notes swore there. No, well, it's, <laughs> Old habits coming back. I have, to, <laughs> I, have to make, I have to make notes so I can do the blurb on the episodes or else I forget what we spoke about. I'm not fucking listening uh, to it again. I've got better things to do. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well... Anyway, shut up and let, let the people listen. Uh, so, uh, you've got Disney. Disney Plus, mate. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You've got Disney Plus, yeah. Have you seen Artemis Fowl? Uh, I have, yeah. Ah, yes. that's brilliant. Yeah, I watched I, it. Um... I watched that. Um, genuinely, I'll, I'll open it up a little bit. So, it's a, it's a Kenneth Branagh film mm-hmm. for the people of the podcast world. And it features Federer Shaw. Uh, enunciation as Artemis Fowl the second, Judy Dench as an eight hundred and five leprechaun, eight hundred and five <laughs> year old leprechaun. I'm not sure that's so fake, but she's there as Commander Roof. Josh Gad of pretty much any happy fat guy in a movie hmm. um, fame at this moment in time. Colin Farrell, DC Universe, my friend. Go on, lad. And. Enzo Azozi as the butler. Uh, he's played an and- Ender's Game, Pan, uh, rock and roller. I think he's South African. He was very a yeah. good South African actor. He was in a series yeah. called. Um... No, it's gone. He was in a series about animals that attack people. Uh, but I can't remember what it's called. But it was very, that's a, that was a good series. But sorry, carry on. There, there you go, guys. <laughs> I'll try and remember what it was called. I'll fucking tell you later. I'll put it in the notes. When, li- when lions attack. It's yeah. a South Africa. Uh, was it called uh, Zoo? Series that's on every day. <laughs> Might have been called Zoo. I don't know. It's on Netflix. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, the the synopsis for what it is for Artemis Fowl. Uh, he's a twelve-year-old child de- genius and a descendant of a long line of criminal masterminds. Or so we think. <gasps> in the movie, he's not actually from a long line of child. Criminal, uh, not child criminal masterminds, his family of criminal masterminds. He's actually, his family, 
Um, it's a bit like Men in Black, but for fairies. Yeah, which is I get, probably yeah, that, yeah. the worst way to describe it on yeah. the planet. So he's got the manor house, which has got things in such as the Aculus, which is the source of power for the dwarf. It's not the source of power for the dwarves, but it's the greatest source of magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do wars and all that type of palaver. So he's got that. Um, and the leprechauns, uh, dwarfs, um, goblins and ghouls all want them. So the show premises, all the fairy tales you were told when we were younger, they're all actually real fables or real tales, if you will. And he discovers this, thinking his father is a criminal mastermind, mm-hmm. and they go about sa- go about to save him from a dwarf. Really good film. Um, yeah. Well done, Disney. It's got nothing. It's nothing like the books. Thanks very much for destroying yet another film that's come from book. Um, but. Really good, really good. I give it a solid seven out of ten. Yeah, I refuse I... to go. Are you? Because it's like Disney did this with the book. Right, what's this? Auto... <laughs> Throw. Yeah, <we> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you know what as the thing did with Marvel as well? Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm not like dead against the reimagining of of of, um, of a novel or a comic book because. I think it makes it more accessible to non the non readers and the non comic book fanatics. They, they they can change it to to adapt it better to the screen, if that makes sense. So I'm not against it. And I can see where you're coming from, but I disagree. No, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you the reason behind I disagree. So the Disney get Artemis Fowl as a premise, mm-hmm. so they're aware it's got a huge uh, following as a book. Uh, as a book, sorry for the international a listeners, uh, for the guys in Russian, it's one of them things with pages on, you haven't seen them for years. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> what they, can <laughs> be honest, it's just snow over there. So what they've done, they've attracted the fans from the actual series or the novels in order to draw them in to watch the film. And then once they've drawn them in to watch the film, the film's got nothing to do with the novels. Yeah, yeah. So they've already, and then they cut it. So you're like alienating that side of the fan base. Yeah, but I hadn't read the novels. I've uh, shortly afterwards read into what Artemis is, the reviews, la 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 la, and a lot of people or fandoms. um, And I call that the DC bunch, the Marvel bunch. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. Tony Stark didn't have this great bit of hair in his nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> you know, um, Let people have fun. Just like. yeah, I thought it was a solid film. I watched it with my daughter, mm-hmm. and we didn't move minute one to many. You know, the last minute. I think it's just an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a very short film. The only thing I'll say is they did cut it off quite quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like production had been halted. Well, it was very uh, Justice League. Yeah, what what I found with it because we we watched it um, when it went when it went on to Disney Plus because I, I was aware of it because it should have been getting the cinematic release and then uh, Disney decided because all the cinemas are closed we'll just put this one on um, Disney Plus. I was really hoping they were going to put live action Mulan on Disney Plus, but they haven't. Um, so I um I'd, I'd already seen the trailer, so when I knew it was coming on to Disney Plus, I showed it the kids, showed it Dawn, and they were like. 
Um, yeah, we really want to watch that. So we, we watched it. Um, it might not have been on the, the day it came out. It might have been the, the day after. We got the snacks in. And, and snacks. You're, you're right in what you're saying. I found um, it was just, it was a little bit too quick to me. Yeah. The whole film felt like an introduction. It, it just felt like this is the introduction. And I was waiting for the actual film to start. Yeah. And then the film ended. And I was like, Oh, it was it was Colleen Farrell's in such peril, yeah. and we're going to spoiler this, so we're going to stand so. No, it's been this. out. So a if, month. You watched, <laughs> if you haven't watched, he, he's just tough shit. We you did might. this with Endgame yeah. and everything else, but we did give it two weeks. Um, Colleen Farrell stuck in a dungeon. Um, we need to find this journal. He literally just goes in his thing and goes, "Oh, it's in this drawer." It's in this drawer. It's yeah. like, oh mate, come mm. on. It, I appreciate was... your bog off. I just hope. I just thought. Yeah, I mean the 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 CG and the and the the, the cinematography of it was beautiful. Uh, Josh Gad was really Disney. good. I really liked um, yeah. Josh Gad, and it was brilliant. Um, and you know, I just felt like there wasn't much. It was just it was more of an introduction. So I hope that the sequels. You know what I mean? I hope that that is an introduction to a series of films, and and the, the and they're going to get better. Um, if that is just it, then it's a bit. That's a bit disappointing, but but you do you know. Think Cor- do you think Colin Farrell signed up for Penguin halfway through that movie, and then just and Disney went up. right, wrap this up, wrap, wrap it up, up. wrap it up. Pack, pack he's it going away, the guys. other side. He's going the other way. Hey, hey, he's fucking speaking of uh, Disney. They've uh, they've bought Alien and Predator, haven't they? Well, Marvel have, I, but genuinely. I think Alien and Predator, Alien v Predator, or Alien and Predator, or AVP, or whatever the, the side of the yeah. universe you're falling on. I think that was done wrong to start with, AVP. Mm-hmm. So I used to love that PC game, the original PC game, the original PC game, when the PCs weren't white, they weren't black, they were kind of that ivory colour. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. They always look dirty. <laughs> and you used to always have a different nicotine stained like. monitor to yeah, yeah 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 the good pcs the old ones where you had to build on build on build on build not like now where you can't really do that but anyway you can do so much more with avp so much more i'm just uh, and i so it was done wrong i've um i've just pulled up the uh, like a news article about marvel acquiring alien and predator and i don't think it's the film franchise they've it's marvel comics have acquired an alien they've acquired the comic franchises because marvel have bought uh dark horse which um i believe i'm I'm not a comic buff i believe dark horse had the alien predator comic rights so whether whether marvel marvel studios have the movie rights i don't know but by the looks of it it's marvel comics have got the Alien Predator comic franchise. I think it'll be Warner Brothers then who've got that. Um, I don't know who put the, was it Fox? Right, I'm gonna mean Fox you... put Fox put Predator out back at like Predator and Predator Two's on Fox. I swear it is. And Disney bought the rights to like all of the Fox media, which is why you get The Simpsons on Disney Plus. So. It's such a massive web of, like, who owns bits of what and everything. You know, how how Marvel Studios can't put out a Blade film because they don't own any of their own vampires. 
Yeah, yeah. They d- they don't own the movie rights. I mean, this was a couple of years ago. They might have bought them by now, but they don't own the movie rights to any of their own vampires. So, like, Blade... Well, they just lie and make one up. It was the same thing with Spider-Man, though, wasn't it? It was Sony having the Spider-Man rights. Paul, Paul the Vampire. Paul the Vampire, new one. <laughs> Who's this? Paul the Paul. Second. It's Paul. Um, but Artemis it's Fowl... Paul the Vampire was the reason for St. Paul's Cathedral. Just build from there. Just build from there. You're in the wrong job, you are. Um, Vatican Vampire. Artemis Fowl, though. Um, worth a watch if uh, if you haven't seen it. Do you know it was originally due to be done by Miramax? No. Miramax. Disney own Disney own Miramax though. Yeah, they pretty much now. But the Artemis. But it was gonna go out on Miramax. We all know what happened with Miramax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um their guy was a bit touchy. He got a bit touchy, Uh, didn't he? Got a bit touchy, old Weinstein did. You want to uh, be in a movie? Disney pur- purchased it. Um, and it, it was due to come out in 2001 and Miramax. I just read that factoid on a, on a different note. And just while we're, we've got, we're talking head pedophiles. <laughs> uh, where, where is Weinstein right now? Is he in prison? In prison, yeah, yeah. He's got, I think he, the last thing I read is he, he contracted COVID-19 while he was in prison. Oh, he's proper getting sympathy, is he? Mm. He's gone wheelchair into the hospital, into the courts. He's been on one of them Roly Zimmer frames. Mm. Now he's contact contracted that. Anyway, fuck him. The horrible nonce. Blech. People, man, people. Go on. <laughs> Something else that's happened today. Yeah, yeah. Tell, return, me. tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. The return, the return of football, Dave. Oh, go on, go on. Pre-season training has started. <laughs> We're back. There's a new parish. Um, Holditch United and Holditch City, unfortunately, as I, as I said before, have sadly folded. Oh, so, no. So what we've done, we've merged together as a team. Merger. Merger. Yeah. Um, so instead of having both and then battling for whose name's there, um, we are now called Hampton's Metals. Okay. Mainly, mainly due to advertising yeah. um, and sponsorship. Um, the guy who owns that company has said, "This is what you call now," and we just went, <laughs> "Okay, can we have new strips?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So first training, we had a good sixteen. Um, nice little run around, get the leg stretched, um, and I'm covered in bandages, basically from the waist down now. <laughs> I think I've pulled my calf. I know I've pulled my hamstring. Um, I'm sure I've done my ankle. And I'm going to the walking centre in the morning. Oh, that'll be nice. Uh, you you generally keep yourself in good shape anyway, though, don't you? Even when you're, yeah. not, when you're not training. So I, I, I take it, did, did you feel the difference now you've gone and actually done football training? Uh, yeah, because the difference is now, in regards to my leg, the injury in my calf I was talking about, I had that three days ago and I just decided to go to the walking centre on Monday and go football on yeah. Sunday. I'd already made that stupid decision in my brain. I'll just run on it at football. Um, so with the exercising, the main difference is the explosive training. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. So you can jog and 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 jog as much as you want. The main difference with the football side is the explosive sprinting. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. 
what I'm starting to do jogging now is doing one mini sprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a sprint for a solid mini, and then a slow down and walk. Yeah, and then a solid sprint again. Try get that explosiveness back into my legs. Yeah, because in the football side, it's all about five yards. And as you get older, or as I'm old, um, <laughs> the biggest problem I have, I, I'm old as shit, matey. I'm, any older, matey, they will blow me and I'll be like dust. Um, <laughs> it's this distance. Yeah. So it's your five yards of ex- It's just that five yards to get close to somebody to stop the ball from coming. Mm-hmm. That's the main difference. So even though you do keep pretty fit, yeah, it's that There was a point this morning when I thought I was going to be sick. Do you know what, man? It fucking it gets you because, like, you know, especially being in in lockdown and with the gyms being closed, I mm. I've tried to do my best in the house, like doing some like high intense, high intensity intermittent training and uh, doing some strength training, training and stuff. And I didn't go, I didn't go running for ages because I don't really like outdoor running. I'm much pre- people yeah. people who like outdoor running, hats off to you. I don't like it. I much prefer running on a treadmill in the gym with my headphones in, you know. Um, I, 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 I much prefer it. So when I did go running, um, after a few weeks of just not, I was like, yeah, I can go and I'll just go run 5K. Like, I'm feeling up for it. The weather's nice. And I think I was about two and a half, three minutes into the run and my chest was a bit... It's a bit, yeah. getting a bit tight, getting about out of breath, and my legs started hurting. You know, another five minutes go by, and I'm like, I'm going to have to stop. I'm, and I actually had to stop. And like you said, with the explosive, with the explosive running, I went back to doing that. So I was doing a minute run, and then yeah. um, a forty second a walk. walk, and then a minute run, then a forty second walk, and then that turned into you know a minute run and a thirty second walk. Then it was a ninety second run and a thirty second walk, and just kind of build myself back into it that way but do you know you, you can burn just as many if you're doing it for calories like you can burn just as many calories doing it that way because your heart carries on fucking pounding you know what i mean yeah i need i need to trim down on the weight on my bottom half mm-hmm. because i think all the i've added a stonage yeah, even though you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't believe it to my top half my face or anything like that um uh, no way, Cleon! I hear you cry. <laughs> um, uh, my ass is massive. Like, I'd, make a, I'd make a great burglar right now because I'd rub out my footprints as I was as I was. As you're running, dum 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 dum. Mate, it's massive. It's to a point now that where I'm jogging, I can genuinely feel it giving it this behind me. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I need to. I need to stop this because even though I'm liking it, it's a bit off-putting. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the opposite to you. My, the, my extra weight goes on my top half, so it goes across my shoulders and my chest and my fucking jaw. Mm. So I end up with like a big round. You get round head. I get round head. Like I get round head, <laughs> and I always know when I've put weight on because I, I I've got this. I I had like a two stone threshold where, uh, last year. Um, because uh, I, I went back up to like 16 stone last year and then I lost uh, a couple of stone and uh, but I was still wearing like the same size t-shirts and jeans and stuff and then I lost another couple of pounds and everything started getting a bit too big so I dropped a size in all my clothes 
But now mm-hmm. I've only got about a half a stone threshold. So if I put an extra few pounds on, everything gets a little bit tight. So I have to be really careful. And that's what's happened over lockdown. I've gone just up to that threshold again. And I was putting t-shirts on and I was like, oh, this is a bit, this is a bit snug. I mean, don't get me wrong, my arms look wicked like, but this is a little bit snug. And then, you know, doing photos for like you know the, the vinyl community and the instagram like and this and, is a and, bit it's snug yeah this is a great. fucking oh my god um and then i'm just looking at me head and me head was getting like round again here at the bottom and i was like oh for fuck's sake so maybe it's because my beard's too long so you trim the beard no i've just got a big fucking round head again because i've been eating too much bread <laughs> So I mean, a couple You've been of eating all the bread and the milk, haven't you? All yeah. the bread, all the cut milk, all, all the fucking Doritos. Uh, so yeah, it's been like two and a half week now, and I cut it all out, and the weight's dropped again, and everything fits. So you know, I'm happy. <laughs> well, we did. We did have a new feature go. In fact, do play that music? Is it intro music? It's it's here, man. It's it. So, oh, they cut it out. Oh, okay. Cut it out, mate. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I was going to let you talk anyway. anyway. It's like no, because it doesn't do well on their earphones. If oh. you're in the caves, it's okay. fine. Um, I, I've got too many thoughts going through my head and too many conversations <laughs> to do that, Dave. It's, the whole gang starts going. Is there an E chord? Perhaps you could put this lyric to that. You know what I mean? So anyway, I've started a new feature, Dave. Go on and. This new feature is about whoa, 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 mysterious things. <laughs> that was brilliant. That should be the theme. There you go. We'll do that. We'll get that sorted out. I'll get the lyrics over. So anyway, it was sparked. Let me go back on this a little bit. Um, a few years ago, I say a few years ago, about a decade ago, just before I was turning 30, um i went on to a bit of it i had six months off work and i went into a little bit of let's find out about all the things you've been curious about i'll give you an example we got a tent in a car a whole lot of drink and we went to Loch Ness to find an essie that gives you an idea to what we're on about two weeks finding nessie so not many people have seen it since the beginning of time but in these two weeks we're going to find it. Right, okay? Yes. So the reason this was brought about is because there's quite a lot of unsolved mysteries, and I thought I could start with our very own Nessie in Scotland because there has been a new sighting of Nessie uh, by Steve Chalice, who visited um, the Eucart Castle on the banks of Loch Ness, and he's just released um, his picture of the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. So I was amazed. I got onto YouTube. I dived straight into it. We've done deep water DNA testing. It's definitely not a, a political, a political <laughs> um, which is the dinosaur with the big long neck and the the flippers, if no one really knows what it is. Yep. You do this as well. Um, and so we can rule that out because there was none of that DNA in the water. I think it's a big eel. But anyway, back to our great it's a really friend, Steve big Chalice. Eel. Yeah. yeah, it's a big eel, mate. Someone's gone. No, got a picture of that eel, and they've zoomed in, and everyone's gone. Whoa, it's a monster. Anyway, so 
Steve Chalice took the pictures that he's released. Now, I'm not discrediting you, Steve, but I'm saying you're a liar, uh, quite frankly, because I read <laughs> into the story. Now, Dave, he took the picture in September. Right. We'll just think about that right now. It's been released in June. Yeah. So he's out, he he's out on to it. September. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I thought, and he quoted when he took the picture, and this is where it gets more and more discredited. Uh, I thought it was a really large fish. A really large fish. A really large fish. You are taking pictures, right, at Loch Ness. At Loch. At Loch. Uh, Is it Loch Loch? Um, Yeah, Loch Ness. You're taking, Yeah. yeah, Loch Ness, sorry. You're taking pictures there. You are expected to do what, Dave? See a monster. So, yeah, yeah. You say, oh, I just looked at the picture briefly and I thought, wow, it's just a really big fish. Really? So, Dave, if me and you were taking pictures at, at, Loch, at the Loch Ness, yeah. okay, uh, you caught castle, and I've took a picture and gone, oh, look at that, Dave, it looks like a really large fish. You wouldn't dismiss that, would you? No, I'd, I'd be like, are you sure it's Is not it Loch Ness? Monster? Is it the monster? Are you sure? Have a look again. Is it Loch Ness? Is it the Loch Ness monster? Tell you what he has been doing since September, Dave. Photoshop. Photoshop. That's, that's what he's been doing since practicing, September. Mike. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, there's no way on God's green earth if you were taking pictures of the lock and you thought you saw a huge fish in one of your pictures, would you then sit on that picture until June? You put it on Facebook that night. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Literally. Yeah, it you would put go it on. You put it on Twitter that night. This is in 1950s England. You, you'd, I mean, maybe, maybe it's a push. Because I was just about to say, you'd just, as soon as you get reception, you'd throw it up on Twitter. But maybe it's a push. You'd hold on to it and you'd think, I need to contact like a news outlet or something. You know, yeah. you know you, so you might not just throw it straight up onto social media. You might actually inbox like, you know, your local rag or, your, or some national news or something like. How much do you think the newspapers would pay for a genuine picture of Nessie? If, well, if it can be proved as genuine, probably quite a bit. Like, I don't know. So you, this is all I'm saying. I'm not, like I yeah. said, I'm not straight out calling him a liar. I'm in a roundabout way calling him a liar. So I'm being <laughs> this way around. I'm just saying, mm, seems a bit, yeah. I'm a real boy. Do you see where I'm coming from? To sit on him for that long, um, I just think it's a bit much. Next week... Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Oh, okay. I'll look forward to that. I will look forward to that. And next week, I'll be in my studio, because I've been shifted out to the back room, because Mrs. is doing the washing. <laughs> back to because of the dryer. I'll have my props behind me. So I do apologise, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't been able to get my props. Um, uh, I've just got the Newcastle backdrop. So apologies, uh, podcast listeners. Please listen and raise us I'll, I'll as my, much as you can. I'll practice my um, Photoshop skills and give you a cool background if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Nessie. With Nessie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, Dave. What? Let's let's chuck it out to yourself. What do you think? Is there a Loch Ness monster? I, I'm not. You know what? I maybe. How? I mean, how long has the has the rumor been going for? It should be dead by now, surely. You know what I mean? I don't know how long they live for? Mate. You know, unless there's there's a couple in the breeding. I, I don't know. Like, but. Um, <laughs> Is the more than a couple one? who've had a couple of kids and stuff? Yeah, unless they're all just inbred Loch Ness Son monsters, like nasty. they're all just brother sister fuckers. <laughs> well, 
this is what I don't understand. They keep going on saying, oh, we can't 3D map the whole thing. Why? I don't know how any of it works, man. I mean... We can 3D map the Titanic. Oh, it's a bit rough and reggy, the thing is. Oh, yeah, because of the massive currents in the lock, which he's got a gap <laughs> for this much for the sea. <laughs> yeah, the currents are huge. Yeah, with with regards to any like kind of monster sighting, I mean, the, the, I think there's some kind of truth-ish behind it. I, 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 you know, obviously some of them are hoaxes, but some people have seen something, whether they've seen a Loch Ness monster or a really big fish, or whether they've seen, you know, Bigfoot or just a, a big monkey having a stretch. I don't know, like, but, you know, there's, I... there's got to be something like that. You know, because we haven't, we haven't ventured into the deepest, thickest forests. We haven't discovered all life on earth yet there might be something out there and i'm not willing to dismiss straight away I, I, do you know do you know what really gets me though all the footage that you get of any monster society now fucking grain eaters how how really yeah. crap and grain eaters and you're like in especially in this day and age like i've got i mean my phone is not that good right but I could literally capture it's fucking. Yeah, I could fucking capture like high definition video on it with the front facing camera. So it's. <laughs> well, in all fairness, Dave. In all fairness, if I'm in the forest of California, or if I'm on the banks of Loch Ness, and a Loch Ness monster comes out the water and basically stands in front of me and goes rah. <laughs> Raw, <laughs> uh, very camp, <laughs> a very camp like Ness monster. Raw, um, I wouldn't get my phone out. That would not be my first thought. Yeah, <laughs> first thought. Genuinely, like, wouldn't. Have I shit my pants? Let's start there. <laughs> well, no, my first thought would have been: Is this what's called? Is this what the mushroom lady warned me about in Amsterdam? Yeah. Is this all catching back up with me yeah. right now? That's that would be my first immediate thought. It might not get you straight away, I'll, but <laughs> in a few I'll years, and go, oh no, I'm in the shed. Feels like right. a, <laughs> feels like a big eel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you an eel? Are you just a big eel? <laughs> oh, you Can a, I get a quick interview for Shingler's list? Are you a real? Are, are you, you a real me? Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me, my fuck knows. Um. Pubs are open. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, go on, Dave. You can lead. You pubs can, are you open. Can lead on what's called the purge. Um, <laughs> pubs are open. So, uh, uh, have you got any intention of going to the pub yet? <laughs> no. Anywhere? No. Oh, the thing Dave, is, no, Dave. The, I'm going. I, I, you and I'm going. The stopping in. The stopping in. <laughs> The stopping in got a nice. They, they do a nice cup of tea there. The stopping in, um, oh, uh, some yeah. pickles, brewing some pickles. Um, yeah, so the pub's opened now. I, I, I'll be honest with you, dude. You, you know me. That the pub's have been closed for three months. The amount of times that I would have been the pub in the last three months is probably zero, maybe one. Um, it, it's you're just one of them. I don't go out that often anymore. Um, <clears throat> maybe. To maybe a couple of three times, maybe once a month, I might have ventured a We go out like once a quarter to yeah. get blind drunk to make it that we don't really want to go out again. Again, yeah, we just like <laughs> just don't do it for a bit. Um, so you know, the pub, the pub's reopening to me wasn't that big a deal. Now, obviously, I've um, to friends that I know, I've got friends that run bars, so to them. Uh, brilliant and i would love to go and support their business because they've been closed for the last three months but you know i've also 
not been earning as much money for the last three months, and that's still got to mm. go on bills. So, I, you know, I can't, as much as I'd love to go and fucking, you know, support your business, I can't actually afford anyway. Um, now, the thing that's popped up today, reading in the uh, the news, the media, now, the bulk of it has come from London, and it always does come from London. Everything's happening in fucking London. There's just, like, no social distancing, um, just idiots out in the pubs, uh, massive no police bands. presence. Um, and and it's just th- there was an interview like they were out in in the in the fuck in Soho interviewing people out on the street and and one guy said we're well, we're not really social distancing but you know it just just fun isn't it it's like all right mate um and like the 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 Sentinel um which we've mentioned before on the show to anybody that isn't local the Sentinel is our local newspaper uh, they've reported today that the police received. 449999 calls yesterday and bear in mind new year's eve they got 408 and normally yeah. in july they get about two, 300 and then we're wrong numbers well, yeah, normally in, in july they get about 200 so the, you know the police have said it's it's like new year's eve um but there's like there's real conflicting reports because this report's come out saying They've had all these phone calls, and apparently there was a four-hour wait at A&E, which there hasn't been for a while, because no fuck has been going the we're hospital. Still meet, we're still um, meeting government thresholds. Yeah. Um, but on, in another breath, um, like, <clears throat> uh, Chief of Police has turned around and said, yeah, well, most people were being well-behaved. Um, and then I've gone, on to, I've gone on to Facebook, and like I say, people who I know that run bars are actually now questioning the media's reports. So... Um, I know the, the guy who runs uh, Eleven in Sandyford, the the music venue. Uh, he's reopened as a bar, playing. Uh, he's not reopened as a live music venue because you you can't do live music yet. Uh, but he's reopened as a bar, and the way that he's done it is it's it's ticket only entry, but the tickets are free. You just go online and you buy quote Registry. unquote buy a ticket. Um, or, or track and trace. Let's not be that's not lie. Yeah, um, you you get the you, so you get the ticket, and then it's all socially distanced and. And he's put something up today saying, hands up the pub owners who had people drunk and behaving like it was New Year's Eve. And everybody underneath commented going, no, that, that we didn't have that at all. And, um, and, and he's, <clears throat> I've seen people put up photos from Eleven saying what a wonderful night it was. You know, they were, everything was, they were all social distancing. Uh, the atmosphere was great. The staff were great. Uh, everybody in there was was being really friendly with everybody else. Um, I've got a, one of my other friends, um, Joe. she went to her local, and she said, once again, she's put a post saying, massive thanks to the landlord. Everybody was welcomed. There was loads of social distancing. The locals in there were actually, once you know, they were drinking in there, and when other people wanted to come in and drink, they were leaving. They were going outside into the beer garden so people could come in and get a drink. Everybody was just being dead nice. Um, and apparently there was no trouble in Burslem. Let's face it, there's always fucking trouble in Burslem, but there was no trouble in Burslem. There was no trouble in Tunstall. There was no trouble in... There might have been trouble in Fenton, I'm not sure. Um, it's not there's a, always trouble in Fenton. It's not a real town. It's not a real town. But apparently everything's been really nice. Now, what I think's happening here, and this is not from personal experience, because like I say, I don't go to the pub that often. All of your locals have had your locals in them and they all want to be in the pub and they all want to be drinking and they've been nice with each other and they've been looking after each other and everything's been great 
it's your city center bars it's your chain bars yeah. it's your spoons and your yates and i'm just pulling them names out I'm, i don't know if there's been trouble in spoons and yates and i'm not accusing trouble of spoons and, and spoons and yates but they're just chain pubs that spring to mind it's your city center pubs any is your london's you know massive um you know uh, population uh, of people your manchester's <clears throat> yeah. Birmingham. So, because you've got more people there. Yeah, and you get into your city centres and that's where your trouble's going to be. Um, are we going to see a rise in COVID cases in the next few weeks? According to um, um, government scientists or top scientists, uh, he's predicting an excess of 27,000 deaths well, if the government carry on on the path that they're on. If we're being honest, if we're being honest, if there isn't a load of extra deaths due to the page of last night, I'm calling last night mm-hmm. the page, I'm being quite bright, honest and saying what it was. There, there was social distancing going <clears> on in the pubs for picture moments, but for the general pubs and the local pubs, there wasn't. And they yeah. weren't using the system where you were sending in your email and all that lot. Because a lot of the old folks and everything else at Spoons haven't got an email address and things like yeah. that. So yeah. that's a load of crap as well. Um, the biggest problem I've had over this lockdown period is this is this is the Staffordshire and the Sentinel website because yeah. by large it's been an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad you brought this up actually. Um, I read an article of rats coming through toilets. Oh yeah, I saw that. This is Staffordshire. Yeah, have you read? He wrote the we we know we've known rats and everything comes through the toilets. Said Dave Jones of A to B. Pest Capture Limited. I'm like, you what? So he's... Do uh, you, you see where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we've had it. We, we've known to have this. We picked up a pillow once of a baby's cot and there was a rat underneath, said Dave Jones of A to Z Pest Company. And the headline, though, on this in Staffordshire is rats found, mm-hmm. rats found in Stoke-on-Trent's homes toilets. Yeah. What it actually was, it's a promotion piece that you should, all, in all honesty, pay big bucks for to go onto the website. But if you know the right people at this establishment, you don't fucking do anything. The BLM movement, that was completely... i whitewashed. I don't mean it a lot. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was just badly reported on. And if you take a look at the This Is Staffordshire website, Dave, and this, not just This Is Staffordshire, This Is Staffordshire, This Is Worcester, This Is, Worcester, this is blah, blah, blah. This is Darby, yeah, they're all the county. same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, 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 how do I describe it? It's not a news, it's not a news page. Yeah. It's like a suggestion page. I know. And I know. then you click on that suggestion and then it gives you the actual stories. But if you're 50 year old, who's a bit, I don't understand Facebook and yeah. the internet. You take that as gospel. Yeah, and it, it's I've noticed, especially over the last few years, when they've mo- everything's moved over to live, aren't they? So it's like Derby Live, Man- uh, Stoke-on-Trent Live, yeah. uh, such and such live, and it's all, it's the same format and the same headlines, and, and, and I found you're not so much getting, you're not getting your local newspaper anymore, reporting on your local... Um, on your local ongoings um it's it's very oh and this is a this is a, a national story from one of our sister papers and and it's it's there's so much of that and it's very clickbaity now it's very like 
it's, it's, it is very, you get the headline and you go, oh, shit, the bed, I click on that. And you read the story and you go, that's not what the headline says. That That is literal, literal and, clickbait. And, and it's not a sister, it's not a sister company. It's the same company owned by the same Yeah, the same UTV. company, but like it. It's not owned by the Sentinel no more. It's yeah. owned by, Whoever I don't owns know who owns it. It's owned yeah. um, or a media mm. group or whatever it is, but. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you know that that company owns this paper and this paper and this paper, so they call them out of our sister paper, our um, you yeah, know, our colleague, our colleagues at. Um, but no, I found like, and also the the other thing I noticed in this change to um, Stoke on Trent Live as it is now, um, the the website, especially on mobile devices, became almost. Um, unaccessible like it's they're very hard yeah. to navigate now and they're very um advert based and pop-ups. There's, there's pop-ups advert based oh answer this survey before you read the rest of the article watch this video and if you close the video down it pops up in a different bloody corner and if you have got like a bit of a crappy phone it does slow the phone right down and, and you just can't access what you're trying to read um i've i've got it oh i've got stoke on trent live up right now because there was a couple of um headlines you know talking about the phone calls to to the police last night that I wanted to have accessible. And when you click, when you go back over to the page when you've been on something else, it just seizes. It just stops working. And then eventually it'll kick back in. But yeah, I I found these local sites now to be very clickbaity national and not really reporting on what is actually going on. And you know, one of the one of the worst things about them as well is the the use of of social media, um, and it's the comments under underneath the people who are reading them. You go through the comments and you're just like, oh my Christ, it's, it's just like, really really bad. Some it's of the like stuff. the people who are still screaming, "All lives matter." Mm. I've stopped commenting. You're missing the effing point, <clears> you moron. Yeah. And just started unfollowing now. Well, I've literally got rid of about 60% of my Facebookers by unfollowing people. Uh, very, very quickly um, on, on the All Lives Matter thing, um, so there's a woman who's written a, um, a post on Facebook today. A couple of, I've got a couple of friends that live up in Leek and uh, they've shared this post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> that's a local joke for local people, for, for the listeners, by the way. Um, and <laughs> the... This uh, guy went out last night on the um, uh, the you know, the pubs are open, so he's gone out to meet friends. Um, and this this lad is mixed race, and apparently, as he was going into the pub, there was a group of lads outside um, shouting "White Lives Matter" at him um, and threatening to fight him for no reason. Um, and so he's text home saying. I don't really feel too comfortable. At which point, um, his brother and his dad have gone to meet him so that he can have a couple of drinks. So they've gone and met him in the pub, had a couple of drinks, but apparently these lads carried on. So they've made the decision then to drink up and leave. Um, but, you know, obviously I wasn't there. I've only read this story. This is the, the, the mother of this person, the wife of, 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 his, of his father. And I've only read this story, you know, through this post on facebook i wasn't there i don't know what happened but if what she's saying is true um there's so many people that i know on my friends list that are writing racism doesn't exist in the uk and they're standing by it 
They're standing by that statement. Racism doesn't exist in the UK. We're not a racist country. And that, if that's what happened and that's, and that's the truth, just shows that it does. It does happen. And, and I've read comments underneath. And the one guy, he said, I've, I'm from Leek. I've lived in Leek all my life. And racism is rife in this town. Yeah. Um, it's and, and this is all over the country. It is. It's rife everywhere. And people may not agree with Black Lives Matter being written on the back of football shirts. They may not agree with Formula One drivers today. And all be not all of them, but Lewis Hamilton and a bunch of other drivers when the national anthem of Austria was playing took a knee. Some of them didn't. I know Kimi Raikkonen didn't take the knee. Um, I think Carlos Sainz didn't. It looked like Charles Leclerc didn't. There was a couple of others. They didn't all take the knee. Some of them did, but they were all wearing End Racism t-shirts, and Lewis Hamilton had a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on. And at the end, on the podium, the three drivers... Well, it's not a podium. It was just three fucking steps on the track, but um, they all held up an End Racism t-shirt together. The three of them, they held it up for, you know for the photos uh, people might not like that it's being brought into sport and it's but <clears throat> if if it's making people aware of what is actually going on then so be it well at least it, people it, it, at least people are talking about it whether you agree with it or not it's absolutely right and i do completely i do completely stand alongside <clears throat> um and the reason i've stated my i've stated my case for which i'm certain um many times and i'll keep regurgitating the same vomit i've grown up playing football in football pretty much our team was split um 50 50 on color this was growing up um and it was a common thought of a child growing up um how come all the coaches here are white Mm. it's the same thing if you look across the top echelons of sports and you look across all the fifa uh, you look across all FA and you look across the Premier League, this may have changed in the last so many months since we've had yeah. uh, end racism and things like this. But h- historically, it was pretty much a white person sport. Um, and Viv Anderson, etc., one of the first black players, Josh Fashionu, I think he was the first uh, black English player. I, I'm unsure of the history around it. Uh, it's it's not my history. Um, they've all come in and started to play football. You're talking 40 years ago because uh, it was pre my time or at the beginning of my lifetime. Mm. And I've got to say, not much has changed. And when I say not much has changed, I genuinely mean in sport, very very yeah. little has changed. And when people are saying racism isn't rife, and it's fine to just call this person uh, this, that, or the other, that's fine and that's your opinion. But if you're actively doing that, you're kind of using a descriptive word. Why can't you just call someone a knobhead? Yeah. Do you see where I'm coming from? You're going that level deeper in playing on football pitches and football fields, if you can't get a rise out of someone, if somebody couldn't get a rise out of somebody, they would go to that extreme. Yeah, to the right. And I've stood next to a player and one of my very, very close friends has gone zooming past with the ball and he said, Effie, man. Yeah. Not at him. He said it under his breath. 
and I turned to said gentleman and said, excuse me, sir, would you like it if I took you to said gentleman and introduced you and let you carry on what you, he, he ended up getting sent off mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the game because I, you know, you just, you just start losing it. And it's that type of thing that needs to just be read. Um, yeah. I've already said as a football manager, if I hear any of the opposition saying anything now this season, you're off the pitch. And I don't care if we're winning 50 nil. I don't care if yeah. we're here, we're off. I don't care. I don't care. Um, incidents of bananas being thrown in dressing rooms before a final, uh, before a cup final in amateur league. What? Mm. Where has it come from? And like I said, he, he left football in the 80s. And when I said he left football in the 80s, he didn't leave football in the 80s. It was plastered it over. It was plastered over, yeah. It was plastered over. And when you step back, listen to the crowd and what they're chanting, watch the mouths of what fans are saying when somebody scores a goal. And no matter whether it's right or wrong, if you do it in front of the away end, you're giving you big big licks, aren't you? Mm. When, the, when there was an away end, obviously you're doing that now. Footballers are just doing what wrestlers are doing now and celebrating in front of empty seats. It's brilliant, Dave. <laughs> Uh, what no one's got that divine right to go you effing da, 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 or you effing this and when you can see that hatred coming across it's very alive and it's very well in England yeah. it's very alive and very well in England um, hi there's two of us on a podcast it's very alive and very well in England um, yeah it is. It is. It is. Uh, and you know that I, I can't add to that. That's, that sums everything up. Um, before we go, um, we, we, we because it's time to wrap the show up. But uh, I came across a story today. Christ. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I came. I came across a story today, and I purposely, I purposely didn't message you because what I really wanted to do was send you this story. Um, but I just wanted to get your reaction. I wanted to look at you as I read this headline out. Um, so here's the headline and and the sub headline as well. Wait, wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mum gets creative during lockdown by making soap out of breast milk. She has now been flooded with requests from strangers on the internet who want to buy her soap. Oh, <laughs> how would you make soap out of breast milk? Well, after well, Cleon. You, arsenic in there somewhere. You asked the cool. question. I've got the answers. Um, a mum is set to clean. A mum is set to clean up. You like the pun there? Uh, after she got creative at home during the pandemic and started to make soap out of her breast milk. Um, Ashley White, thirty-one, made her first breast milk soap after giving birth to her daughter Mia in April 2020 for her family to use. Cafe worker Ashley, husband Paul, and daughters Miley and Mia all use the soap during lockdown and love how it makes their skin feel. She has now been flooded with requests from strangers on the internet who want to buy her soap after sharing photos of her very personal products online. Ashley, from Lancashire, said, I wanted to look into other ways of using my milk. My milk coming in was a huge relief, so I expressed quite a bit and built up a stash in the freezer. I didn't want my milk going to waste, as it felt like a real achievement. I have heard how breast milk products are great for eczema, which my eldest daughter Miley suffers with, so I looked up how to make the soap so she could use it. 
My husband Paul and I only use the soaps on our hands, for now, whilst we wash Miley and Mia's entire bodies with it. Although, it won't be long before we are all using it fully. Uh, Ashley melted glycerin in the microwave before slowly adding half a pint of brass milk for a f- and a few drops of essential oils to make the soap. The more of two then adds dried lavender to the silicon moulds and pours the liquid soap on top until it sets. With a fridge, Ashley is now considered setting up a business selling breast milk products after being inundated in line. Oh, and there's a picture of the soap as well. It looks murky. looks vile. Um, she does realise that the people contacting her are perverts. She knows that, doesn't she? So surely. Why, another one. We're using it on the kids, but we're not touching it. She, surely she's not that naive to think that the people that want her breast milk soap aren't perverts. Surely. Oh, of course she's not. And surely we're not that naive to be thinking she's been stockpiling bars of soap in the fridge for her and her kids. Come and, on. And, and, and surely this is the quickest way to spread COVID-19. I'm not too sure if it passes through breast milk, but hmm, I'm just a little bit concerned about the hygiene behind this, Cleon. And, is, and, she, and, is she and, boiling? And it is wrong. It is wrong in a restaurant. It is. It's not. It's not. What to... To, to wash with breast milk nice. soap? No, not to breastfeed. It's not wrong at all. Not to breastfeed. It's, it's, wrong. Not, wrong. it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. I never said in public. I never said in public. You can breastfeed wherever you want, as far as I'm concerned, ladies. It's absolutely fine. Not that I get a say on it. They're your titties. You do with them Lack what you want. Dimensions. Um, <clears throat> it's fine. Maybe not in the well, water. I be able to, well, I want to order a pizza. I want to order a pizza then in the jacuzzi. In the jacuzzi. <laughs> Yeah, I want a Domino's bought in. If that child can eat while he's in the jacuzzi, I should be able to have a Domino's while I'm in the jacuzzi. As long Otherwise, as you don't drop any. We're just, just, we're just being any. prejudiced. Anyway, we're digressing. Um, so, breast milk, breast milk soap. Um, that's a thing. And apparently she's going to be selling it. Now, unless she's sterilising it. How much? Fuck knows. Unless she, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I am thinking about selling that's the soap as, as the same price as other handmade soaps are selling for, which is about three to four pounds a bar. And no, no, Cleon. I'm not buying any because... I'm going to buy some. I don't... I, no. I, no. <laughs> I'm going to buy some. I'm, I'm not... Going, I'm going to buy some. I've not... Type got, in, I bet someone's already made a leader. Type probably. in breast milk soap. Um, um, Dave, top, I'm not, top, I'm, top of bar. That's not going into my Google. Um, <laughs> Mate, I, come on, I bet a lot worse has gone in. Come on. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just like I don't, I don't think I'd, I'd be against it if it was my own family. But this is somebody else's breast milk, and I don't know this person. You know what I mean? I don't know. Surely, I'd, I'd like. Can you, can you catch COVID nineteen through, through breast milk? I don't know. It can't be I hygienic. Don't know if you can catch it through titties. It can't be hygienic though. You know what? The argument online is there's people go because people have commented going, "Oh, that's gross," and somebody's replied with, "Well, you drink cow's milk. What's the difference?" Sterilized and and pasteurized. Like the, the reply to that has been, "Yeah, we also eat cow meat. So would you go and eat human meat?" You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. Is it weird? Am I? I think I think it's. I don't think it's weird if she wants to make breast milk and wash herself and her daughters in it because it's good for the dry skin. Then fair enough. Personally, don't think you should be selling that to the general public. There's got to be some kind of hygiene issue there. Is it not the same as me spitting in a bar of soap and fucking selling it to somebody? No, no, not at all. Not at all, no. No, 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 no. Because I suppose, can you catch COVID through it? No, because COVID is a respiratory 
is it respiratory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no way it'd come through the titties. Um, welcome to science with Shingless. So it, I don't think it'd come through the boobies. Um, but I don't see how it would be. No, it's just a no for me. It's just a no. And then pervs will be eating that. And it's not good eating soap. <laughs> they would. They'll be eating. They're going to be licking it. Um, so yeah, there's no, there's been no, um, there's been no detection of transmitting COVID nineteen through breast milk. But um, you can see because, so. like, heroin passes through breast milk. So I'd imagine um, other medications can pass through breast milk. I don't know whether diseases and viruses can pass through breast milk. Or I, I, I don't know, know that. Um, I didn't know heroin yeah. did, in all fairness. Yeah, I believe so. I believe medication. Be a welcome surprise for the child, won't it? Um, many, many, many medications. Sorry, this has just come up on the on the Google search. Many medications do pass into breast milk. Most have little or no effect. And and let I mean, heroin's just a big opi- opi- opioid, isn't it? So it's it's only the same as codeine. Like so, if medications can pass through, can can just very big of just a bit of bigger codeine. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I might have all this wrong. If we've got listeners that know the answers to these questions, then please tweet us or get in touch uh, because I don't know the answers. Um, is using somebody else's breast milk soap perfectly hygienic? Is that okay? That that's what we're going to end on this week. If you could let us know uh, if you know the answer to that. Um, Would you also let us know if you're making breast milk soap? Yeah, let us fuck it, get in touch. We'd like to talk to you. We can get you on the show, and we can get, we you, on can get show, you on the show, and uh, we can talk to you about why and how you are making breast milk soap. Uh, and on that note, a uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in, week out. You guys are awesome uh, once again. I've said this for the last three weeks now, um, and it's continuing to rise. The subscriptions are going up, so big thanks to people who are sharing us about. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, you can catch us on all of the popular podcasting platforms like apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher radio um soundcloud we're on all of them we're also on youtube as well the shows go up on to youtube uh, if you don't use podcasting apps but you use youtube let's say on your phone or on your tv you can listen that way as well uh, follow us on all of our social media on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash shingles list podcast on twitter it's at shingles list pc you can follow me at Shingler MVOC. You can follow Cleon at KL Bewley. You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time.